0: alright my friends thank you all for tuning in to uh, my videos I really appreciate it I'm just gonna keep throwing them at you until I run out of things to say which probably won't happen because I'm always a student and I've been sitting on a lot of things for quite some time so today I want to talk about intermittent fasting something that I do have a lot of experience with because I practiced that for over a year and a half between uh, 2016 and 2017 um, so and actually went by pretty fast and I noticed uh, quite a few benefits not always not necessarily for me um, uh, most of these are, are for me of course uh, but these are the benefits overall and this isn't the full list. Uh, Obviously, you can look up the full list. I didn't do so because I have experience to go off of and uh, Just what I heard from other people as well, but pretty much all of these things I can attest to uh, minus probably the third one Uh, and you'll see why but uh, first one Extremely creative. Oh my god. It was through this process that I realized man writers block really doesn't exist. You know, I reached a I reached a certain just part of my mind when I was just killing it, and I'm honestly honestly because uh, I started doing interma- intermittent fasting again, starting um, two days ago. So this is my third day, uh, the, uh, starting this process all over again. I wish I would have taken advantage of my intermittent fasting to its to a higher capacity. Like although I was doing intermittent fasting, I was still masturbating. So if you can combine intermittent fasting with semen retention, oh my God. Your creativity is going to be through the roof, I am sure. That's why I'm really excited about implementing the intermittent fasting practices once again. So this run I expect to be extremely creative and extremely productive. Okay, so I feel like I was... Taking some of the creativity that I was getting from the intermittent fasting by constantly masturbating, which is actually sh- scary to me, man, because I was really, I was really knocking shit out. I was, re- I just felt like I was on a different level. I felt like I could connect this to that and that to this. And uh, there's definitely some uh, some scientific jargon to go along with it, and I'll try my best. It's, but through intermittent fasting, your brain produces a protein called BDNF which is responsible for uh, the brain neuroplasticity and you know it promotes uh, growth in memory encourages learning um, makes you more adaptable to change and uh, uh, some some other things that I can't really think of right now but along the lines of that definitely promotes healthy brain activity which I didn't exactly write down. But that goes along the lines of just... You're going to be more creative, okay? So, uh, look, you know, if you can... For my guys, I don't know how this works for women. You combine that with semen retention. And you, look, you can be fine on all cylinders. But for women, of course, you can benefit from this too. I would recommend that you further your research. Because they say women, both uh, pre- and post-menopausal, aren't supposed to fast as long. But that's just recommendations. Like, I know of one person specifically who fasts for 23 hours she's a woman. Uh, so just goes it just goes to show. I mean you got to be willing to make a guinea pig out of yourself but obviously you don't want to drive yourself into the ground and trying to experiment. So I would say just do your research but me I'm willing to do it all. And by the way the intermittent fasting I was doing was uh, I would go it wasn't even that strict but I would go 16 hours after my last meal of the day so it wasn't a set time but I would always go at least 16 hours after my last meal of the day so for example cuz sometimes I eat pretty late which you, you want to give yourself an hour before going to sleep but whatever so let's say I stopped eat, I stopped eating at 12 a.m. at uh at night that was 12 a.m. <laughs> uh, so I wouldn't eat my first meal until 16 hours later which would be um, 4 p.m. the next day, if my math serves me correct, um, so, more creative, and, and, and honestly, I, I, I think about getting more, um, organized with that, where I have a set time for feeding, and I know people do that, they give themselves a small window, I don't necessarily give myself a window, you know, you may, some people give themselves a four hour window, like I told you, the, um, uh, the lady, who, whose husband is the one that I found first. Um, you know, he, he eats at 7 o'clock and no later than 8 o'clock. And that's it. One hour of feeding. Yeah, I mean, dude's ripped. Dude's extremely ripped also. Um, but, um, and, and that's it. Then 23 hours of fasting with some workouts in there and all that. You know, obviously you drink your water and then you eat at the same time. Uh, So number two Perfect for making gains. It's because you increase your testosterone levels. That's pretty plain and simple and um, You obviously want to take advantage of that by exercising doing some resistance training Now also when you produce more testosterone HGH it has anti-aging properties. Look at me Look at that. I'm almost 28 years old and people ask me what grade I'm in. I'm not Not really. I'm a couple years removed from people asking me what grade I'm in. But I look fairly young, and it's not all because I'm black. In fact, when I think about it, when I was in high school, I think I was practicing intermittent fast, and I just didn't know it because I just didn't eat that shitty-ass school lunch. Now, I sometimes did eat hot fries, which isn't better at all, but a lot of times I didn't eat school lunch and just did dumb shit during lunch, like walk around the school, which is weird, but whatever. I did that and wouldn't eat until after school and uh, so my intermittent fast like the window between my last meal of the day and when I would eat um, my first meal of the day the next day my breakfast when I break my fast would be over 16 hours I mean probably pushing maybe 18 20 hours or so Uh, so that was very common Uh, but yes perfect for making games Um, And I did I didn't take advantage of that either really I did work out But not nearly as much as I would want to You know like I I worked I worked out a lot more after I was you know um, When I wasn't doing intermittent fasting and so I'll be back on that as well the exercising part and Number three like I said, I didn't necessarily benefit from this one, but it's perfect for gaining weight. Because obviously when you're hungry and your stomach, you know, your stomach like, all right, where that food at that you supposed to give us around this time? It's just going to start burning. It's going to start burning the fat, you know, which is really good for you. You know, you fuel up on water and then when it's time to eat, you make sure that you eat the right stuff. You make sure you're not, you know, uh, missing out on your, uh, your vitamins, your, your key vitamins and minerals and all that. You take care of that. This isn't about starvation. I think that's what a lot of people think when they think of intermittent fasting is starvation. But that's just very far from the truth. Because of the many benefits that we have from this, you understand that this is a necessary process. It's not to punish you. And also, may I point out a little history, is that we weren't always living such a lifestyle that catered to us eating whenever we wanted. We would hunt by day and we would feast by night. Okay? That's how we're supposed to be, okay, but obviously we got this on-demand-ass lifestyle, it's gluttonous, it's greedy, food smell bomber than the motherfucker, you can smell the shit when your windows rolled up driving down, you can smell fucking donuts, fried chicken, whatever it is, uh, I know, um, but so it's perfect for losing weight, you know. People use intermittent fasting to get away with eating junk food and things like that. Hey, by all means, go ahead. I don't care. I'm not going to do it. I'm actually cutting back on junk food and all that. But it's perfect for that. Um, It's uh, perfect for uh, restoring tissues and and boosting your immune system. You know, when your body's not focused on digesting food, it it starts working on other things okay so it starts it works towards healing you and I feel like this is probably through this process is why you don't need as much sleep when you have high testosterone levels um, now obviously I'm I mean i do not know when you, you throw working out into it, 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 it you know it would require for you to sleep a little bit more I would say but the high levels of uh, testosterone I think Especially when you couple it with cold showers and things like that, it speeds up the healing process. And part of the reason, you know, part of the, the uh, well, the biggest benefits, one of the biggest benefits of sleeping is that you get to heal. But if you have nothing to heal, then your body won't require as much sleep. So if you hear about people who sleep for, you know, four hours, four and a half hours, and they're perfectly fine, you know, that's three four sleep cycles, four and a half hours, that's probably why, you know. Uh, and it could be a multitude of reasons, but don't be surprised. Okay, you know, not everyone needs eight hours, and that's for a reason, or seven and a half hours, or, or what have you. Um. So yeah, and your body, your body detoxes. You know, you go through this detox process. It's all good for you. Helps get you know helps get all the toxins out. Helps you move your bowels and things like that. Especially if you're working out in the morning, you know, get, gets it out of you. You get, keep flushing with water. It keeps you nice and clean. It's going to prevent a lot of diseases, and one of those is a heart disease. You know, you. I, I want you all to know this, and it's an old, it's an old ancient Chinese um practice. Is that the Chin the Chinese? I don't know if they still do this, but when they wake up, they don't eat within the first hour of waking up. They would drink fluids, probably tea and all that, but drink fluids. And I would recommend that. If you don't do intermittent fasting for the first hour of being awake, you should only drink fluids. Okay, your heart is the weakest when you wake up. Okay, so you don't want to give your heart a lot of a lot of work from the moment you wake up. That's why a lot of people have heart attacks when they wake up. You know, shortly after they wake up. And uh, I said this before. Most people have heart attacks on Monday, so I can only imagine a Monday morning. You know, you're already late, you hate work, your attitude's fucked up, and you're eating shitty food, greasy food with trans fats, something you're not supposed to have. And boom, your heart gives out on you. And probably without even showing any signs prior to. I mean, you probably had high blood pressure or what have you, but, you know, your heart is the weakest when you wake up. You know, fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Okay, Uh, perfect for more energy. Now, if you're eating the right right things, especially so. Now, when I first started doing intermittent fasting a couple years ago, man, my... Oh, boy. It felt like... I feel like for the first couple weeks, I couldn't last. It just felt... I just felt... I felt kind of weak. But I also don't think my diet was all that... All that, um... Perfect. I didn't fortify my diet for such a thing. Um... So, I was pretty sluggish. But after a while, I caught on... And I did have a lot more uh, energy, and I expect myself to have even more so when since I'm practicing uh, semen retention, um, and that when it is time to eat, I'm making sure that I am eating my vegetables, um, I'm I'm drinking the right protein shake, and um, and also I'm drinking water. I'm drinking water all day. I'm drinking more water. I'm not being. I'm not getting myself dehydrated. I'm not fixating on. Uh, how hungry I am my stomach's rumbling right now actually but I don't fixate myself on that I just focus on what needs to be done during the day and then when it's time to feed it's time to feed okay um which brings me to the next point and it ties me into the point after that but uh, just more discipline it teaches you discipline you know if I wanted to go get something to eat right now I can Money is not an issue. I can go eat wherever I want right now. Okay? That being said, just because you can do something doesn't mean that it's best for you. Because we use what we can do as a form to be counterproductive. You know, to not be very productive. And to... Uh, see, I don't, I don't want to just spoil the next point. But I would, I, I'll, I'll get to that. But... Um. You know, you want to practice, you want to practice discipline and this carries over to other aspects in your life. So you're like, well, damn, if I'm not eating when I want to eat, then I'm probably not going to splurge when I don't feel like splurging. Or or it's probably going to teach me that it's not worth splurging, you know, it's it's actually going to form a bit of a minimalist out of you. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't appreciate nice things, but I'm a tough sell, Okay. So where, you know, a lot of people, they might have that money and they want to spend it on a watch. You know, not not me. I don't really believe in, in wearing jewelry for real. I got this, I got this terminal line. It's not jewelry. It feels heavy. I like it. I feel rich with it, but it's nothing expensive. So I definitely don't feel this need to go all out, stuff my face, be gluttonous. Mine, mine, mine. I like the I like the feeling of not really being attached to too much of anything. Now, what I whatever I consider to be mine, I consider it to be mine. I don't want people bothering it. But I'm all you know. But if I chose to pack up and leave, I wouldn't have to bring a lot of things with me. You know, I wouldn't have to bring TVs or watches and jewelry and whatever. You know, so I'm I'm disciplined in the regard where I feel like I don't have to go all out and I don't feel like I gotta get it all right now. Whatever. This is my life. This is my lifestyle. This is what I appreciate. So it it teaches you more gratitude, which is my next point. Okay? Um obviously you starve yourself. I mean, it's not really starvation, but it's gonna feel like it. Let's just say you starve yourself because that's what I want to go with. You starve yourself all day and then you finally get a meal. It's not a throwaway. You you know, you know, when you on your way, you driving to work and things like that, you eating, you're not even paying attention to the fact you eating. You know, you might have a nice little taste on your tongue, but you just, mm, 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 yeah, the radio going, you driving traffic, oh, you dumb bitch, god damn, I know you saw me, you know, you're not really focusing on this meal. But after you spend all day not eating, you getting it in, you grinding, then you get to sit down and eat this meal, it hits you different. You like, alright. Hey, hold off on the conversation, press pause on this. Hey. Hey, this hey, it's all about this meal right now. That's that. Hey, that's it. All right. Whatever you need to say, is gonna be after this meal. Gratitude, and that carries over to other aspects of your life. Okay. Things that you've been depriving yourself of. You deprive yourself of television. You get excited to sit down on a Sunday night and watch a little bit of television with your family and your friends. Gratitude, you know. It's worth depriving yourself of certain things, you know. Um, that way, you can never really take it for granted. All right. Finally, saves you time and money. So I was trying to get to this earlier, but I didn't want to ruin the last point. Is that we uh, we already know, like we use food as a as a tool to procrastinate, like. Uh, I'm about to do this, but you know, man. I, look, my stomach, man. I can't argue with my stomach, and um, so through that process, you know, we say, okay, well, let me let me eat right here. You know, let me make this meal or whatever. It's taking up a little time, and then you know, then you get around to eating the meal. And you're like, well, I'm still hungry. You, know, you might make something else, or you might eat something else, but then you overeat. And then what happens as a result is that you get tired and you go to sleep and then you wake up and the day is more busy than it was before, you know, before you went to sleep. I mean, you know, you kind of got to catch your foot in again, but there's so many more distractions. You never really get around to doing the things that you want to do. Then nighttime comes and yada, 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 rinse and repeat. You know how that goes. Um, and, of course, save, saves you money. So when you out and about. You're not stop. You're not necessarily stopping to go to the convenience stores, you know, 7-Eleven, you know, McDonald's, or whatever restaurant. You're not necessarily stopping to do that. You know, you may actually you may spend that time to meal prep, which is a great, um, which is a great idea. You meal prep, get all that prepared, and then when it's actually time to eat, boom, food ready for you. You know, you're not necessarily buying things because you're hungry. You know. You know, that's why a lot of these fast food restaurants are (laughs) are in business. I mean, it's it's genius. You know, people are hungry. We got food ready in a couple minutes. Boom. Okay. So, like, when you're hungry, the last thing you want to do is wait for 20 minutes, yada yada yada, for your food to come. But if you're hungry and you're practicing intermittent fasting, then you don't mind preparing the meal for later. Right. So you can go grocery shopping, save yourself money that way, save yourself time that way because you can buy everything you need in like a, a batch. They call that batching. Um, uh, Tim, I heard Tim Ferriss talk about it, but obviously, you know, you buy your meal for the next couple of week, two weeks, a month. That way you don't have to keep going to the grocery store, your meal prep or, you know, cook it you know, when you need to and you just go and you just go from there. Alright guys, that's it. Thanks a lot for checking us out. I hope you got a lot of great value out of this. I practice what I preach. I preach what I practice. So I'm back on this intermittent fasting journey and it's going to be a great one. So thanks a lot.